Hi everyone, welcome to Formlessness Podcast. It's the show that's always being, the show that I plan and envision to be a weekly broadcast within which um, myself and you and everyone who partakes in being connected to the show in any way experiences a free-flowing and formless um, uh, um, exper- um, experiment of letting loose and letting fly and letting go and speaking the true serious wisdom and nature of our experience while also concurrently playing with our keys and smoking some weed out of a little uh, weed vape um, and and being funny and doing improv but also being serious and being um, just allowing the energies of the current moment to flow and cycle through me and you um, in a free-flowing and formless way, which indubitably and um, undoubtedly will result in uh, a never-ending string of synchronicities and meanings and um, evolutions as we all are going through the same feelings in our own individual ways and lives at the same time so that we are all connected whilst still being as expansive and autonomous as is um, possible and is plausible. Plausible to our own um, capacity. Plausible is plausible within... When I say plausible, I mean, sure, everything's possible, but is it something that you allow within your scope of imagination of truly letting this plausibility become a possibility possibility become a plausibility are you actually allowing yourself to experience change and growth and expansion in a real way when it offers its opportunity to you in the real world and if not what are you doing to what is in what is in the way of that and what is you know, to me, saying that, what I just said, is sucks, and it's kind of shitty, because, I mean, it's true, but it's like, the real point of it, the real essence, and the real meaning is, how do you allow yourself to allow that possibility to become a plausibility, and allow it to actually manifest in your life, and, um... Does that involve being a manifester and going directly for what you see or what you envision? Or is it being a woman manifester and waiting for that that change, that new thing or that old thing? You're not new or old. That thing that in which is the possibility, are you woman manifesting it by just allowing it to come to you? And if you're not, like I, like me... If you're blocked by something within your own life experience, how do you navigate that? And how do you um, 
essentially heal from these wounds to allow the possibilities of life to um, be experienced um, in a real way um, and be actualized and be and allow yourself to live in them in just free-flowing natural the natural course like how do you how do we experience the natural abundance and infinite diversity of life experience um, in a in a way that is devoid of our karma or our beliefs about who we are and therefore what we think is you know acceptable to allow for us and yeah our our conceptions about what things are appropriate or not appropriate or you know what we are worth in all these areas and yeah sorry i'm just blowing just blowing um, directly into the mic because i exhale this weed vape smoke and it's and it's vapor from the actual flower the herb of the weed itself okay it's no it's no concentrate it's no it's simply weed flower which has been heated up to the point at which it begins to vaporize the THC but not actually burn the flower itself and I'm inhaling it and I'm doing a little um, in internal mouth organ bubbler um, heat disbursement method by <coughs> using the suction that it takes to um, um, ingest this weed vapor um, through the vape um, and co-opting that suction by uh, allowing it to vibrate my tongue and create essentially a little percolator inside my mouth and that's the that's the bubbling that you can hear and I'm just explaining what's what uh, what you probably are already hearing so that it becomes less of a distraction and I'm all about uh, removing distractions from the podcast formlessness um, while while I'm recording it while I'm doing it, and part of me removing these distractions is just explaining what you're hearing so you don't have to waste your imagination on wondering what this is, and you can use your imagination for doing your thing, which is creating your reality all the time. And we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about creating your reality, and everyone's talking about this, and sometimes it's such a huge fuck you to to hear this and to hear people talking about this or just to think about this yourself and try and make yourself do this or see things from this angle when when some other parts of life and uh, human psyche is at play. And we're going to talk about those. We're going to talk about the concoction. I'm going to talk about the concoction of my life and how it has caused my experience of being alive to be what it is and... Um, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to share how the um essentially 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 is what I say. I essentially just say essentially whenever I want to think about something that is essential for me to say when I can't think of anything. 
and I don't have enough time to just say what's essential, then I'll just say essentially to give me some time to think about something that I want to say, which is something that is um, definitely needing to be heard. So essentially what I'm going to, what I'm talking about when this episode is, and what I'm going to be doing is talking about how I want this show to just be this wide open space of in the moment exploration um, that reflects the current energy of the time at which it was and is and being recorded and being put out you know it's a it's a broadcast you know um however because of the concoction of my life experience and these multifaceted setups of circumstance and relationships and experiences and just yeah um the experience of being alive it comes with things that are different from being in the wide open open space and being your imagination creating your reality and it doesn't negate these things but it's a different area of experience that i'm going to talk about today and that is essential to work through and to be able to be talking about and to talk about and to integrate into the um, dialogue and the monologue and the normal connectedness of everything. It's like this part, this piece, it's plays such an interesting role because of its um, relationship with this idea of empowerment and, you know, enlightenment. And um, damn, I just dropped my freaking headphone bud from my other pair of headphones that I'm not using to monitor my own voice. I'm u- normally using them to walk around and listen to my phone's music, <clears throat> um, which is just the ringtone on my phone. I like to go on a walk and just listen to all the, go through all the ringtones on my phone. Um, but yeah, but yeah, no, yeah, I was definitely just fiddling with it in my uh, hand. And then boom, one of these, one of the, you know, one of the buds just popped off, baby, right when I said something that like was really interesting and really like, you know, made sense why it would pop off at that moment. And sorry for popping the mic, but you know, this is formlessness and this is what it is this week. I gotta find this bud before I go on for fear of losing it later. Oh, damn. Alright, I see it, but it's gone from my immediate reach, so. So let's get into it, huh? Let's get into the episode. What are we looking at time wise here? 1234. Very cool. If you heard me say 1234 and you're listening to this podcast and you look at the time on your own podcast app, you'll notice I said 1234 at approximately 1241. So I just don't have anything further to say about that. I just did want to acknowledge that. All right, so we're going to talk about the concoctions of life and the specific concoctions which, you know... Um, I'm just going to share my life experience and you'll see what I'm talking about. I think I've set this up sufficiently and maybe I'm getting to the point, as always, and as I often do, of, um, 
freaking um, essentially just um, losing steam or something. I say as I continue doing the podcast, but also I'm setting up and plugging in my little keyboard. So, because I'm just, I don't really know if I care about fucking fucking anymore. Um, and fucking doing this podcast. I mean, broadcast. Because I just want to play my little keyboard. Okay? Doesn't. And yeah, right? Isn't that worth it? Doesn't that sound like so good? <laughs> yeah, I'm just playing my keyboard. Just playing some extremely good music. I'm an amazing. Um, pianist. That's for sure. Okay, so... Jesus Christ. I'm just gonna give myself something to... Just, like, play... Play with. Because I dropped my bud on my... On my ear uh bud fuck fuck that doesn't make that's not funny at all (laughs) okay so what i'm okay so let me think um what i'm talking about today is how so basically i come into the world i am born i think that i probably never have been here before which is a weird paradox because I also feel like I have taken on like so many lifetimes worth of uh, suffering and karma. And I used to think that it was like from past lives, but now I think that it's just like my first time here and first time being alive on Earth. And I just pick up the complete feeling and energy and karma of every single thing that I've experienced um, to the fullest capacity that I possibly can and I become completely or at this point I'm yeah completely over overwhelmed and overburdened by the immense load of karmic suffering and distorted perspectives of every single person that I've ever uh, made eye contact with or walked next to or seen or just been in any vicinity of at any <laughs> at any point or any moment. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, it, it's like I have been... I come here, I realize all I want to do is just love everybody, you know, share love, express love, uh, create love, um, up the, but but what I've spent most of my life doing is like upping the, why do I want to say it this way, like upping the the perception, upping people's self-perception, the um, de-distorting, <laughs> just like, uh, yeah, helping people love themselves and see themselves as valuable, 
And there's just a weird paradox where it's like my... So yeah, I, I guess this is something that's really important to talk about, which is that the relationship between spirituality teachings on earth and I'm specifically talking about things that stem from this idea of essentially self-empowerment. And when I say essentially there, I'm not actually saying it because I need more time to think about something important to say. I'm saying it there because I um, freaking <laughs> essentially have, um, I'm essentially, I'm saying that, I'm essentially saying that because, oh, because it's important and it's, I'm using it to accent the what I'm saying. <clears throat> um, yes, so these things that stem from self-empowerment, which itself stems basically from imagination creates reality, which is just like this weird earworm phrase that definitely stuck around, sticks in you, sticks in you mind is like um, essentially the most the best, uh, you know, mnemonic phrase for the, the that function of self-empowerment and of um, navigation of, of reality and stuff like this. But what's weird is, like, I've basically... <clears throat> fuck, I can't use any qualifier now. I've essentially basically known this and been very good at this my whole life inherently and naturally and in a way that is fully integrated. And... I come here, I know this, I just sit around when I'm a little tiny boy, like three or four, I realize like, oh, this is the place where I, you know, create things in 3D. And that's that. And as soon as I realized that, I remember that was a moment when I was, I must have been three or four, sitting in the playground of uh, this kindergarten I think it was like one of my first memories. It was early on in going to kindergarten or preschool was the one or something. Yeah, preschool. And I realized that I'm sitting in the sand pit um, and I'm playing with some blocks and some trucks and I realized this. And then from that moment on, I start experiencing such, so much trauma from everyone around me. I like this thing started that has, has literally... It only has ended now because I don't really talk to anyone, but like, it's like from that moment on, I just started getting this thing where people were, where my, where I guess my heart was open to every interaction, every moment, and I had, instead of, I mean, basically just, yeah, just an entire lifetime, a string of events of people, um, using my open-hearted gullibility to um, frame me and get me in trouble with the teachers at the preschool who would then, you know, physically abuse me um, by, you know, I'd get framed for being like saying I hit someone and then I mean, I don't know if I want to go into like detail, but I guess I should because I can think of it at the moment. It's like kids would be like, hit me, hit me, hit me, <laughs> hit me on the arm. And I would be like, no, I don't want to. That's mean. I don't want to do that. And they would just convince me very after, for, for a long time. And I'd be like, fine. And I'd hit them in like a soft, joking way. 
and then they would fall on the ground screaming crying and they would say they would like run to the teacher and the teacher they would say call and hit me and then the teacher would you know come lift me up by my like shirt or grab me by my arm and like lift me up by my arm to the point where my body was like off the ground just all this horrible abuse and trauma and suffering coming from all angles and all these specific ways where it's like and and, and the interesting paradox with this is like i have known myself so deeply i have been so strong and capable and unlimited in terms of internal you know energy intellect all this you know whatever all this stuff no limitation and because of that lack of limitation people i i feel like that's tied in with this 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 horror of being alive on the planet in terms of uh other people's actions towards me it's like um Yeah, it's this paradox where it's like, I'm so capable that people don't think they need to help me or take, you know, people will just make things harder for me. But yeah, I guess I'm glad to say now that uh, I'm completely and have been for the past eight years, been completely dysfunctional, not able to do anything not able to take care of myself at all so this world did it the the world does what it does and it broke me it broke my spirit of constantly uplifting everyone around me forever with no care or regard for how how evil and mean they were being to me constantly i would just always take that myself i would forgive or do what i thought was forgiving which basically was just you know doesn't help in the end really i mean forgiveness is a different topic but it's like what i was doing is not forgiving i was just allowing myself to be completely brutalized abused in every way to the point where my spirit is broken my body is broken and then going to this stuff is also just like um, I don't, I don't, uh, I'm very upset and angry and hurt, but I don't want to, like, uh, continue down this, this vibe. I, I want to talk about, um, how, well, I don't know, it's just like, yeah, it's, it's like the self-judgments of, or the judgments that we are taught about doing this and a big reason why i feel like i've had this reaction from people is that like there's this it's this other paradox where in order to be able to work with something work through something or um interface with something you need to be able to acknowledge it you need to be able to have a relationship with it you need to be able to um, see it for what it is, and the more clearly you see it for what it is, the you know the better you are at uh, interfacing with it, interacting with it, with whatever concept that you can think of works this way. Um, and it's this paradox where it's like the 
Yeah, this is the thing that's kind of like in relationship to the self-empowerment thing. It's like, in order to have a healthy emotional system, which is what every great artist has, um, and is what is the incalculable, um, you know, um, currency of life, um, that, that kind of cuts through all the dimensions in the same way, um, that is completely conditioned to be forced out of you and, I mean, in my experience, from literally everybody in my life, except for people who I don't feel worthy of actually having in my life and I sabotage the relationships or I, you know, just watch from a distance because the people that do have healthy emotional systems, um... I don't have a healthy emotional system for reasons that I am not in control of on the 3D. Maybe, yes, I came here to experience those things, but I'm not in... You know, I didn't want people to hurt me all the time and manipulate and abuse me physically and mentally and emotionally for my entire life. Take all my vulnerability... It's just, yeah, so basically it's like what my, what the paradox is, is that having a healthy emotional system means having an open and vulnerable heart and sharing the truth of what you experience, which I have been working at my entire life. However, all of the, based on my circumstances, my surroundings, all of the vulnerability and connection to my, yeah, vulnerable, um, sensitive, true, nature of being alive and feeling things, keeping a healthy emotional system, all of that has been used against me, used to discover what my weak spots are and then manipulate them, used to, you know, hear, see my insecurities, which I will literally tell you, like, <laughs> which is the part of being vulnerable, but then using that knowledge to, um, you know, um, play with my insecurities even more and using the, you know, it's like this thing that comes along with this, which is like sharing the negatives is, is equal with sharing the positives. Like when you really don't manipulate your experience and share whatever you're feeling, you share the amazing positive things as openly and as freely as the negative ones. The same thing goes with that. was like the, the people I was, I've been around almost my whole life have used that the positive things I talk about myself from time to time I mean not really anymore I haven't really had a good experience uh, in life for a, a long time and I've done a lot of yeah I've just been learning how to how to figure out this function which I'm trying to explain and talk about which is that just I'm trying to communicate how deep seated and deep running the conditioning is especially in america where you are not this idea of negativity and negativity versus positivity and like the the way that that interfaces with emotions it's like there's so much conditioning around not being able to uh, sh honestly share your emotional experience 
in a way, in a way, because like it's all just like surrounded with this manipulation of identity and uh, just mental manipulation of like you say you're having a good day so that you know you can get out of the conversation interaction faster, or you say you're having a good day because if you're having a bad day you might lose your job, or you say you're having a good day because you want the person you're talking to to like you and you haven't talked to them and. It's this whole thing of like if you share negative emotions, everyone runs away from them because they're conditioned to run away from them. So then you become conditioned to run away from them because, you know, you lose all societal um, everything. You can lose everything through just being honest about how you feel. And, and this is like the thing that I've been going through and trying to understand, which is like I'm a real artist. <laughs> In the sense, like, that is just what I do. That's the only thing I can do. I love it. It's extremely healing and inspiring. But it's the only thing I can do, truly. When I don't do it, I die. But when I do do it, I am barely staying alive because of this fact. Because I grew up having bad experiences, being around bad people who were unkind and, you know, traumatic and in ways that I'm still basically completely um, uh, in the shadow of, you know, it's like my my body is 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 being traumatized constantly just uh, in, in with PTSD essentially. And I'm saying essentially now because I did a bad job of explaining the nuance of what I'm going through by just using the word PTSD. So. I'm kind of getting kerfuffled here, but I'm trying. I want to bring it back to my main point and the and the and the thing here that's the most important, which is that essentially freaking um, the thing that heals you requires complete let go from all of society and basically well that's not true that's not true and that's not that that's not what that doesn't need to be true but what has happened is society basically exists as a metaphor to keep you asleep from your um empowered state because it's full of all of these limiting realities that are all based on codependent, toxic relationships where, like, your image is what gets you, you know, things. Um, your image is like your, I don't know, we just live in this image-based society. <sighs> what am I even talking about? It's just, like, impossible not to be toxic. And... I have spent my whole life not being toxic and it's just fucked me because everyone has fucked me. Um, because, and I just carry that karma and I say that I'm not literally, physically, however, I carry this wound from my mother who was sexually assaulted in some way that she is not ready to talk about which is something that I understand and I can say that without like shaming her 
basically now, but because it's like I've so strongly needed and wanted her to talk to me about this because it is causing me the same pain that it's causing her. Because, like, my spine, this this misalignment in my spinal structure comes from my time in the womb. And the karma of my existence, this wound that I have of trauma, is sexual in nature. Although I wasn't physically sexually, like, abused or assaulted, although I very much was physically and sexually, kind of, in some ways, but... I can go into that later. Uh, the The thing is, the idea is that, like, I am subject physically to my mother's and father's trauma because my body is built on their DNA. Their DNA is holds all those memories. And so... Um, my life experience because of my my physical life experience just continues to reciprocate and recirculate this trauma from my parents, from other people who have bullied me or traumatized me and created an, a, another negative feedback loop where my body is like physically afraid of this trauma. And therefore, and then I become like this sort of subconscious body language target where like when you're in a reaction to the fear of something, you, you, you create it, you know, it's just like walking down the street and you like see someone who you're afraid of. If you tense your body and have a visceral physical reaction to that, then that person will, might pick up on that and get offended by it and, you know beat you up or something however if you can not be afraid of this image of this person of this energy whatever it is that you're coming across and just face it and meet it and flow with it flow in relation to it relationship to it um naturally without losing your center without overstepping your boundaries but also yeah i mean that what i'm what i'm talking about now is like what i feel is like a healthy st uh, state of of realization just existence where you're just flowing with energy and um yeah you're you're meeting these things but not your body doesn't like shut itself off to the inherent interconnectedness of everything. So I, I, I feel like I kind of have not explained the point, the real point, the real meat, the real freaking stuff with this. This is not...
Just like with music, if you can have a healthy emotional system, then yeah, so basically it's just like, I've kept an open heart my whole life just to be traumatized and fucked with and abused and that abuse makes it impossible for me to feel worthy uh, or understand how to get any sort of relationships or experiences that are not traumatic and abusive because AK or also you could say like I I can't keep my heart open now when I should and when I not when I should but you know when it would when I want to truly I can't open my heart when I want to and then it's just created this whole other thing throughout my whole life of just like feeling so having such a distorted image of being so self-critical, so low self-esteem, so ashamed of my of my desire to love uh, and my love, just my love in general. Having this, yeah, just like again, it's like having a a mother who is like a sexual trauma survivor, but not one who's like. You know, acknowledging it fully, it has created just like such a distortion of my own sexuality, which again, is like, it is, I have so much love and passion to give, but my times of exploring that and doing that, where it was in high school and middle school, where the same thing would happen, where I would just have an open heart be honest, be true, and that wasn't seen as cool, so girls would, again, I already am feeling, I'm extremely anxious constantly, extremely chaotic, well, I don't know, my life is just, sucks at this point, I'm just like, mostly just like, so anxious, unbelievably anxious, because of my relationship with my mom. And then I'd go and I'd be connect with girls, and then they would just like open up to me and f- and connect with me, just so that they could then deny me and shame my body or yeah, mostly mostly body shaming. Uh, just something to like play with my emotions since watch me you know watch me dance because I always have. Uh, my heart is always open, so anything I do is, like, worth watching. Fucking cunts. And then, yeah. And then... I remain... physically... devoid of intimacy. What a, What's the real way of saying this? Like... Yeah, just, like, never got any, like, physical affection. Ever. And because I didn't get physical affection in a healthy way from my mom as a young child, I don't get it from peers as a teen. And now, as an adult, I don't get it either because I can't 
open my heart when I want to because I don't feel worthy of being engaged in any sort of interaction with someone who is who is good for me and who sees me for who I am because I have had so much distortion of just putting myself out there my whole life and being not seen just constantly forever and breaking through that in little ways but not enough to maintain true stability and again it's like this other paradox where it's like I've broken through it in amazing ways in big ways but it's like that that charisma and that intelligence and that whatever I have like works against me in a way because it's like no one everyone just gets triggered by me in a insecure competitive kind of way and also I'm like so good at navigating um, social interactions that my ego which is damaged from this trauma I can't like no one very the only like relationships I've been able to have are people who can like surpass my ego enough to like reach out to me through my ego because my identity will shut down all oncoming things like coming on to anyone coming on to me I'll shut it down because all I know is people pretending or showing interest in me just to then shame and um yeah traumatize or just fuck with me basically because it's like that's basically like if you think about it that is what I'm saying basically here so that you people can understand what I'm talking about basically that is like what a, a sexual trauma survivor's emotional situation is where it's like all love that might be coming from a you know mentally from a good place or you know intentionally from a good place it has this tinge of um yeah being this false thing which is not actually real or good and it like turns back turns it turns around on itself um yeah which is not something I'm, and again it's like so and basically like the thing with talking about this stuff in society and trying to heal through society is that like we're trying to i mean i guess i spent all my life trying to heal society and now it's like ruined me i'm totally out of healthy energy so i'm trying to heal myself but it's like this is what society has created which is this inability for anyone to hold space for the humanity the truth of humanity we're just all in this sort of competitive doggy dog world of not having enough resources because of income equality and like you know just all this shit it's basically like talking about this again it's like all i want to do is bring and again as an artist it's like my sense of fulfillment and self-worth in the sense of society comes from making art and sharing art that is inspiring and touching to people but because i have had a shitty life my emotional system is shitty and then my music reminds people of all these shitty things and because there's this huge culture of not having a good relationship with negative emotions and not acknowledging them there's such a huge buildup of them in the subconscious and no one 
you know, everyone just gets freaked out by my music and shuts it down and shuts it away because it carries with it this truth of suffering. And yeah, so then it just creates more suffering and more negative emotions for me because I, you know, I'm I can't survive, and then I am in like complete feedback loops of bad environments that just reciprocate, you know, not having your basic needs met, being un unsafe. So, and I'm just using my myself and my own experience as an example to bring awareness to this stuff and to process my own emotions. And again, it's like, I'm doing this qualifier here now because I can tell that like there's still like this, this triggered response of like wanting to shut me down in shame or hate because it's like talking about, you know, it's like this spirituality thing where people will be like, no, don't talk about this. Actually, did you know that you can just heal your emotions by, you know, imagining who you want to be or whatever? It's like, fuck you. Of course I know that. <laughs> and that's great to talk about, but there's this need for balance in terms of expressing in a, un, in a true unfiltered way like the thing that heals everything my life is being able to trust that I will authentically react and interact with everything that comes my way and I will not shut down my truth no matter what happens which is always a very amazing expanding and um, yeah full it's a big, it's a real, it's a, it's an amazing thing when that happens, but it's like people with healthy emotional systems, that's just like happening all the time for them. They're just being themselves, interacting with the world in a way that is themselves, and they're not shutting themselves down because they're afraid of getting fucked in some way, which is just like this huge portion of people is just living constant fear because of the negative feedback loops that happen uh, with trauma and with, uh, Society that doesn't, that has this big imbalanced culture of not allowing to people to genuinely hold space for their own humanity, and the sensitivity that comes with that, and the the caring that everyone has in their hearts, just like everything is so. Everyone's hearts are shut, are so shut down, and it recreates itself in this way where. Yeah, just like I'm so lonely and so in need of connection and intimacy and love and care, but every time that's offered to me, I shut it down because the reason I'm so in need of it is because I haven't had it and it's been, it's, it's been, I've, you know, things have appeared to be that way just over and over and over. Things appear to be this way. I go at it. I believe in it. I'm vulnerable. And then it turns out just to be a manipulation or a, an abuse or, a, you know, something that's that this person then uses to sabotage me. So anytime there's been an actual good person who's come my way, I've just felt completely incapable of opening my heart, opening myself to, you know, get to use my masculine energy to, you know, go for the situation because I'm so triggered and traumatized by this shit. And, the, and, it's, and, it's, and it would be one thing if it was just like one or the other of these things, but it's the concoction of all of them. It's the concoction of 
of multiple, multiple things where it's like, if only my, well, yeah, it's just the fact that like, not only has my physical and mental self been traumatized and abused, but also my sexual self, my soul, my love, where it's like my genuine love has been perceived as this perverted thing or just not even perceived but just like just girls would just like call me like a pedophile and a rapist and stuff not necessarily always explicitly but just inherently or a murderer it's like I go on all these dates these tender dates in the past and like first thing people talk about or on the text or whatever you know they're just like ask if I'm a murderer what the fuck how am I supposed to like have a good self-image when this is the culture that is created for people who embody the true divine masculine archetype of sexuality. Fuck you. And it'd be one thing if it was just one of these, but the fact that it's all three of these get, get fucked out of me, it becomes impossible for me to express myself in any way which is what I've been experiencing over the past month which is just like the final full degradation of all of the aligned aspects of myself I've really remained true to I've just tried to like go into the area where I was not getting traumatized to develop and I did but again it's like I've developed myself in a really amazing good way but because I grew up in such dissonant circumstances, the imbalance that is just inherent with that creates more imbalance now. Because these things just like keep recreating themselves. And it's um, working your way through that involves doing what I'm doing now, which is actually connecting to your real emotions about something and processing something but that is so 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 I oh mean it's so deviously just like been like that is really what all of society creates <laughs> it's all of this every, almost everything almost everything is that exists in society is based on some sort of um, un untrue emotional expression. It's all just manipulation of emotions and value and self-worth and self-esteem and shit. It's like crazy. And, and it's just like so, it takes so much to work out of these double momentum feedback loops, which everything is, because... Um, yeah, there's just so much conditioned shaming and rejection of acknowledging the reality of the emotional experience for what it is in the moment across all spectrums. And that's what I'm doing here. I am working through my taught tra through trauma, the, the shame and the abusive relationship with... Yeah, it's basically I was just abused for being vulnerable which is like basically what so what society does it abuses everyone's vulnerable special pure emotional heart system um yeah unless you're very fortunate you know unless you have a good family and a good social 
school situation. Which I get, you know, it's a thing of like, people have that. But very few of them, and it's truly, truly so, such a privilege. It's not necessarily to do with money, necessarily. It's more to do with like, family integrity and social or just relational ability to have good relationships. All the good relationships I've had um, have been gone, deleted, because I can't, because I'm traumatized. Eventually that comes through in my relationship and I have, I create a situation which is just like the minuscule, tiny little reflection of that trauma and that suffering. And then the person who is has a healthy emotion system is capable of having good relationships shuts me off from their life and the relationship is ended because they are not willing to help or see the reality of what's going on they just judge me because of their own conditioned judgments of uh, hate and rejection towards negative uh, emotions and experiences and then I'm just left to you know do you continue the feedback loop of my own experience so changing that is possible and it is done through imagining and feeling the who you are but it's completed and it's filled and it's fulfilled by actually expressing and working through the momentums of the emotions and the energies that uh, have you know that you are holding on to or that you have been created in your life experience through these things through trauma or you if you're like me have inherently chosen before birth in a way that is not uh, conscious at first um, to just be completely open to everything that has ever come through your uh, window of experience and therefore you probably feel very overwhelmed with karma and heaviness that has nothing to do with your physical actual self or life or actions but is just um, the feeling of the um, subconscious weights and balances of every one at any given time or moment and the true way to heal and balance and help with this is to acknowledge it and uh, feel the way that you feel about it in your body and express that truthfully with your with your through your mind through your through your voice through your feelings don't temper it don't hide it don't um yeah allow it to process allow it to express and release when it needs to but that but that's just been set up to create so much feedback loops of shame and rejection from society and all everything every possible thing that could be um, you know, leveraged against you basically is in the face of true empowerment, which involves healthy emotional system and autonomous flowing boundary integration.
where you know how you feel, you know what you want, you feel grounded, you feel connected. You don't you don't necessarily know what you want, but you know how you feel in the moment. You're connected to your to your true self, and you're able to act through your body in a way that is not locked down or physically controlled by the energies and the the the, the forms of uh, trauma and and other things that aren't you that aren't your energy that are on on your body so yep this is formlessness podcast this is what it is this was a really great episode i'm really grateful for you if you're listening i'm really grateful for this experience being able to do this it's been so um so weird trying to do this and i've just been so ashamed of uh yeah, just let this conditioning of shame get on me where it's just like, I want the show to be, like, good, but I'm not good, so the show's gonna be who I am, but then I'm taught that it's, like, such a horrible travesty to release something to the world in the form of this broadcast um, that is not good vibes or whatever. You know, it doesn't cater to the inherently inherent rejection of full humanity and and true feelings because I've been caught I've been caught in the trap of uh, caring what people think and um yeah not not being able to see and exist as my clear self but be impacted and distorted by the trauma and the attachment to human societal relational life and that's that thanks for listening thanks for um talking to me and subscribing to the patreon